Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We're two girls talking about sports because our opinion counts too. I'm your host, Tia Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Meredith Hine. Thanks for tuning in today. We are, of course, dedicating this episode to Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the other lives that were taken Sunday morning. As I'm sure you all know, NBA legend Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven others were killed in a helicopter accident Sunday morning on their way to Gigi's travel basketball game. Kobe was the coach for her team, and the others on board were Gigi's teammates, their parents, and of course, the pilot. Tia, this news is absolutely devastating, and to me, it still doesn't seem real. It really doesn't. I was getting lunch with my mom when it happened, and I checked Twitter real quick, and I saw everyone retweeting TMZ's article. They were the first to break the story, which we will get to in a second, and everyone was saying, you know, please don't let this be real. They're lying. It's TMZ. This can't be real. So I just kept refreshing And then I think it was like the New York Post or Washington Post or I don't know, some credible account tweeted out the story and my heart just stopped. But the crazy thing is, is like, I don't think I have watched an NBA game in its entirety ever, like not once in my life. And I am not an NBA fan. I don't keep up with it. I love LeBron James just because of who he is, but I am still so affected by this. I can't stop thinking about him and his wife and his daughters. And when it first happened, I was in denial, like, not Kobe Bryant. The man is invincible. He's larger than life. Where were you when you found out? So I was on the couch working on an article, and my husband called me to tell me what happened, and I felt the same way, that it just couldn't be real. I mean, I the night before was when LeBron had surpassed Kobe on the NBA all-time scoring list. And so when I heard Kobe, like, I just assumed that it was more news about that. And then you hear that he passed away. And, you know, all of a sudden being, you know, the number four all-time scorer in the NBA doesn't matter anymore. And I just stopped and I couldn't stop watching the news and waiting for updates. And then my heart literally stopped when I heard the ABC report, which I know we're going to get to later, But just trying to process that this guy, this 41-year-old guy who was so accomplished and he was doing so much still, even after he retired from the NBA, that he was gone. And I want to hit on what you said about not being an NBA fan because I've seen a lot of people who are saying the same things. They never watched basketball, but Kobe still inspired them. He was still more than basketball. And I think that's the amazing thing about sports. Like, you don't have to follow the stats or the records or the scores to love the game. And it's about the athletes that make it so great. I've never been a good athlete. I have never had athletic aspirations so I can't sit here and say Kobe Bryant made me want to be the best softball player in the world you know like he did for so many other athletes but I have always ever since I can remember just been mesmerized by talented people like I've been a Derek Jeter fanatic since I was five when my grandpa told me he was the best baseball player in the world I just like hooked on to him and I used to watch figure skating and women's gymnastics like every single time it was on and I love watching Ohio State football because of that Um, so I just love watching these athletes do these like crazy things that not everyone can do just this god-given talent and it's why I wanted to cover sports. I love talking about and writing about these athletes. And I think that's why the world like just stopped when the news broke. Kobe was one of, if not the best athletes in the world to the point where he was like immortal to some people and our brains just can't wrap around the fact that he's no longer alive. 
Exactly. And he was such a huge influence in so many people's lives, whether it was sports or not. And you consider the fact that he grew up in Italy and played in the Olympics. So he was truly an inspiration around the world. Um, He motivated everyone to be better, to be go-getters. I, like I said, I was never a Lakers fan, but as we've seen, that doesn't matter. He's an icon and it's unbelievable that he's gone, but there's little doubt that his legacy is going to continue. But as tragic as the situation was it's hard to imagine it being worse but the fact is that it is worse and that in addition to kobe seven others died saturday in that crash if you were actually following the coverage about an hour after the story initially broke it was reported that his daughter Gigi was in the helicopter as well which just added salt to the wound but tia before that was confirmed did you hear abc's report that all of his daughters were killed with him Uh, Yes, sure did. And we are going to unpack that right after an ad break. Be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line so yeah i was at lunch like i said and the tvs in the restaurant were finally talking about it and you know the news about Gigi hadn't broken yet or any of the others who were on the helicopter but we knew that other people were on the helicopter and that they died. It was just a question about who. So we hear ABC say, oh, we have reason to believe that all of his daughters were in the helicopter and there were no survivors. And my mom and I just looked at each other and I felt, I already felt like physically ill for for Vanessa, but his wife, but just thinking about her losing her entire family, I I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) Um, Obviously it was not true. So ABC must have gotten a tip or who knows what and decided that being the first to report something was more important than accuracy, which the opposite is like the golden rule of journalism, especially when it's this kind of news. You should never report something like that unless you have practically seen it with your own eyes, like unless you have heard from the police department themselves, you know, and it's just horribly irresponsible by ABC. And I was just thinking about Kobe's, like, close friends or extended family watching, and they, they're they not sure what's happening, and then they hear that news. I mean, can you imagine? I can't. And it's so irresponsible by these news outlets. You absolutely never report deaths before you know for certain, and for good reason. You can imagine just how heartbreaking it would be to hear it reported that a loved one died when that person is, in fact, still alive. For any news outlet, your numbers and your ratings and your viewers should not matter when you're reporting on tragic news. But perhaps an outlet who's even more at fault considering its reporting in this situation is TMZ, who is reported to have broken the news about Kobe's death before Vanessa, his wife, was notified. I have no idea if she found out directly via TMZ or if she saw it Um, through a social media outlet or if someone called her because they saw the report. But I just have no words for that situation. Yeah. And the way the police chief or whoever it was bashed TMZ for reporting it before they can notify the families makes me think that if it wasn't Kobe's family, at least one of the families 
who knew their loved ones were on that same helicopter probably saw TMZ's post about Kobe Bryant being killed um, and found out that way because, you know, I don't know that they would have made it a point to bash TMZ if not. I mean, it was all over Twitter. All someone had to do was open Twitter. Or any other news outlet very shortly thereafter because it was spreading so quickly. Exactly. Which is another rule we learned in our journalism ethics class. You never, ever, ever report the name of someone who has died until an authority has told you that family members have been notified. I mean, it's common sense, but clearly it needs taught. And, you know, even if it wasn't a rule, like, wouldn't you just use your freaking brain? Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't report this yet. And I think we're giving TMZ too much credit. I don't know that they're actually journalists, but still, at this point, it's just all about morals. And I hope whoever published that thinks about Vanessa or another family member finding out that their mother, father, daughter, son, whoever passed because they felt the need to be the first ones to report it. And I hope they feel terrible. I really do. It's horrible. And especially for Kobe's daughters, one of them's a teenager. And I'm sure she at least received a text from a friend or saw it on Twitter herself. And those girls lost a sister and their dad in one day. And like, you can't even imagine what it's like for them to process. And if you guys weren't aware, Gigi was actually one of four of Kobe and Vanessa's daughters. She was 13 and absolutely outstanding at basketball, constantly going to NBA games with her dad. You see her and just heartbreaking videos now on the sidelines with him all the time. She had plans to go to UConn and then ultimately to the WNBA. And Kobe said that she was going to be continuing his legacy because she was that good, which is another reason why this tragedy is so awful. Kobe was such a huge ally for the WNBA. He was constantly supporting them, tweeting about them, gaining them publicity. And there's no doubt in my mind that Gigi's presence in the WNBA would have done wonders for that league. If not for her talent and her name, um, Kobe would have made sure that people were watching his girl play basketball. And while it's a little off topic for today, I did want to also mention something that we've neglected on the last couple of shows, and that's David Stern, who helped to found the WNBA. Um, Stern, as you know, also died tragically recently. And as we're remembering Kobe and his support of the league, we didn't want to neglect Stern and his pivotal role in making the WNBA a reality as well. For sure. So sad. I mean, the news in recent weeks could not be sadder. And Gigi had a whole life ahead of her, along with her teammates, who a couple of them also died alongside her in the helicopter. But how I try to make myself feel a little less sad about all of this, I think if Kobe died and was survived by Gigi, I think that would have broke her. I mean, you see all these pictures of those two circulating on Twitter and all these videos of Kobe gushing over her. Their bond was so strong and... Not that I'm happy, obviously, that Gigi was on the helicopter. Like, God, no. But I guess it makes me feel better that if they did both have to die, that they were together. Um, And I'm sure he was, you know, with her till the very end. So, Meredith, can we please end this show on a positive note? So, apologies in advance, but... You know, my shout out today is pretty bittersweet as well. Um, So uh, as I was 
processing the news of Kobe's death on Sunday, I kept hearing about his legacy and how he wanted to be remembered. And I thought about this amazing book that I read called How Will You Measure Your Life by Clayton Christensen, um, which essentially walks you through how to think about your life and your purpose and how you ultimately want to live the life you aspire to and leave a legacy that you want to. Um, Christensen is also noted for his work on the innovator's dilemma and his time at Harvard Business School as a professor. Tragically, Christensen died just last week at the age of 67 due to complications from leukemia. As we're processing the deaths of not just Christensen and Bryant and Stern. I think that, you know, all of these guys are just great men, but I think we can all agree that these legacies that they're leaving are something that they and their family should be very proud of. For sure. I want to read his stuff now. Yeah, it's outstanding. And, you know, it's something that really makes you think about what you do every day and how it contributes to the person that you want to be. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, I will end the show on a highlight of my week, which was getting lunch with you today. I don't know yes. if we talked about it the first time, but um, Meredith and I have been doing this podcast for like, I don't know, half a year now. And we met in person for just the second time today. And it was so fun. It was wonderful. Yeah. We and don't we... we don't get to ever record live. I think that'll be the next step. Yeah. We need to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta Google that one. If we knew how to do it, we we would have done it today. (laughs) All right, guys, that's all we have for today. Just a quick note I just want you to remember to always, always, always kiss and hug your loved ones goodbye. I can't help but pray to God that Kobe's wife and daughter said goodbye to them before they left that morning. You know, never let your loved ones leave on bad terms. Anywho, you can follow me on Twitter at Tia Williams. That's Tia with three A's. Meredith at Meredith Hine and the site at Land Grant 33. We'll be back next Thursday and every Thursday after that with new shows. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl, and as always, go Bucks.